Hello, this is A Voice in the Darkness, and I'm your host, Gwendolyn Forte. Thank you so much for tuning in to this week's episode. Whether you are at home or in your car, maybe you're at work or, you know, out at the gym or outdoors exercising. Possibly you could be at the hospital. Wherever you are, I am so glad you are tuning in on today. I want you to know the purpose of A Voice in the Darkness is to encourage, to uplift, and to enlighten. So many people today are walking through so many different situations in life. And I'm telling you, it's so important to give someone an encouraging word. You don't know where people are. You don't know where they are in their journey. And sometimes you just want to give up, throw in the towel. But I want to encourage you today not to do that. Do not throw in the towel. Whatever situation you're in, you might feel like uh, um, it's so dark in your life. It's heavy. It's oppressive. um, Things are rigorous. But I want you to know there is light at the end of the tunnel. There is light at the end of the tunnel. You're an overcomer. You can do this. Be encouraged. Do not give up. God is with you. And I want you to know there's more for you than against you. My goodness today. I'm so excited to come to you with this week's episode. Today, I want to talk about resilience. And the title is Resilient or Rigid. Resilient or Rigid. And I just really believe we have Um, the opportunity, each person that's listening here today, if you're um, just listening and tuning in for the first time to this podcast, I'm just excited that you can hear about this week's episode, Resilient or Rigid. We all get the opportunity to choose which one we want to be. And I want to talk about that because when you're walking through transition, you're walking through a hard time in life, you're at a a juncture where you don't know what to do, or things can be overwhelming, you could be discouraged, or maybe you have had some setbacks and things didn't turn out the way you wanted them to turn out, right? Um, that happens. It happens to the best of us. And you may say, how, how do you know? I know because I've walked through several different hard times in my life and, and at different junctures, people spoke to me an encouraging word and God, um, has been so good. And I want to encourage you today, um, in that same way. So do you want to be resilient or rigid? And I want to give you a quick definition of resilient, you know, beautiful word. And that word, when I looked it up, you can Google this word as well. Um, Resilient. It's able to withstand or to recover quickly. And that, my God, hearing that is wonderful. Able to withstand or recover quickly. Number one, from a difficult situation. You know, um, many of us go through hard times. And this being resilient is when you're able to withstand or to recover quickly. Or number two, you're able to recoil, spring back, or bounce back into shape after bending, stretching, or being compressed. Let me say that again. Um, You're able to recoil or spring back or bounce back into shape after bending, stretching, or being compressed. That sounds like a mom (laughs) having a baby, right? I always go back to that. Your body stretches and it it contorts, really. And then you spring back and bounce back right into shape. My goodness gracious. Some synonyms. For resilient 
is strong, tough, buoyant, adaptable. My goodness, I love this one. Flexible, pliable, durable. So these are some great synonyms to when you're going through some hard times. Do you want to be resilient? Do you want to be strong? Um, you know, do you want to be tough? Do you want to be buoyant? Do you want to be adaptable, flexible, pliable, durable? So resilient is what I'm talking about right now. If you're walking through any situation in your life and it could be the death, it could be a a job loss, it could be um, um, just turmoil in your uh, a natural disaster that you've walked through. Um, You could be walking through a current maybe life challenging infirmity. Um, or divorce, walking through separation in your marriage, or the loss of a child, or a wayward child, whatever it is, a broken relationship. Um, do you want to be strong in that relationship? Do you want to be tough and you want to bounce back? Do you want to be buoyant and adaptable and flexible and pliable and durable? That's resilient. When you go through these tough times, you get this opportunity to choose. And and I believe that I want to encourage you in this process um, that you're walking through right now. Or the other option is we can be rigid. And I know that's not a word we kind of use a lot, but you, you know, I want to define that word for you. If you look it up, rigid is unable to bend or to be forced out of shape. So this is something that's really stiff, okay? It's not flexible. It's not able to be changed or adapted. And some synonyms are stiff, hard, set, inflexible, unchangeable. So rigid is unable to bend or to be forced out of shape. So, you know, things that are rigid is just, it's just not going to move. It's not going to be pliable, you know? And I think when we're going through different situations in our life that kind of knock us very, very low, right? knocked low or you're very very just at a place in your life where things have almost you you're despondent or you could have been just hopeless or you know someone who's hopeless that you can let them listen to this podcast I want you to hear me we get a choice we get a choice on which way we want to be and I want to talk to you from a, a powerful scripture and passage about Paul um, the apostle from 2 Corinthians 4 8 And I really do believe that many of you under the sound of my voice are walking through some tough times and these tough times are really making you, is shaping you to be the person that God has called you to be. He's strengthening you. He's building your character. He's causing you to be this buoyant person, not for you to, to, to fall under the weight and fall under the pressure of this trial of this situation, not for you to die under it, not for you to never recover. Do you see what I'm saying? Resilient is when you're able to withstand and to recover quickly. So it's not saying that you're not going to go through something, but you'll recover. You'll come back from it. You'll be stronger. You'll walk tall, right? You'll be able to bounce back and spring back and recoil. Listen, you're adaptable, you're flexible, you're pliable, you're durable. And so this passage is in 2 Corinthians 4 and 8. And this is Paul talking. He said, we're troubled on every side. This is, he was walking through so much. He said, we're troubled on every side, yet not distressed. We're perplexed, but not in despair. 
persecuted, but not forsaken, cast down, but not destroyed. Listen, (laughs) he went through a lot. You're going through a lot. But he said, even though we're troubled on every side, listen, we're not distressed. We're perplexed, but we're not totally just throwing in the towel in despair. You're persecuted, but you're not forsaken, cast down, but not destroyed. That that's, that's a key being cast down, being persecuted. But at the end of the day, it didn't destroy you. It didn't destroy you. It didn't destroy Paul. It didn't destroy some of the early believers. I want you to know you have a choice to either be resilient or rigid. And I'm going to give us some keys on how to be resilient at the end of this. Another person I would say in the scripture that was very, very, I would say resilient would be David, King David. And I want to say when you're going through some things and they don't turn out right, everything doesn't turn out right. Maybe it's someone else's fault. Maybe it's your fault. You know, things that happened to me, everything wasn't because it was someone else. Sometimes we just don't make the best decision and we need the wisdom of God. And we see that David didn't make some good choices. He sinned in his life and he made some, some not so good choices, right? And he had someone murdered. He took Um, another man's wife, Bathsheba. And then he put Uriah in front of the, uh, of the war so he can die, put him right there in the front so they can kill him first. And then no one will ever know that I impregnated your wife. And then he married his wife and then took her as his own. And then, you know what? He thought nobody knew, but God knew, God knew his heart, what he was doing. And Nathan, the prophet, I'm just summing this up. You can find this all in second Samuel chapter 12, Nathan, the prophet now goes to him and, and, and he, and he tells him this story and he, and he, about this man and his sheep and, and he, and, and that someone took the one that he had, just the one that he had, this other one had so many and he killed it. And, and then he said to him, David was like, Oh my God, who is that person? It's horrible. What, what, who is it? That's what he's asking now, Nathan. And Nathan speaks to him. I want you to, he says, you're that person. So in verse 13, it says, David confessed to Nathan. After Nathan said, you're that person, David confessed to Nathan and said, I have sinned against the Lord. That's what he said. He immediately acknowledged, I have sinned against the Lord. Then Nathan replied, yes, but the Lord has forgiven you and you won't die for this sin. Nevertheless, because you have shown utter contempt for the word of the Lord by doing this, your child will die. So, you know, God told him what was going to happen. But David's heart was so broken towards what he's done. He didn't just just say, forget it. Get he didn't just get angry. He when he found out that. You know, he knew that he sinned, but when it was more apparent and God called him on it, he was broken by it. He was broken. And so, you know, this is some of the scripture that Paul was saying, you know, he was saying that we're, 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 we're we're perplexed on every side, right? He said, we're troubled on every side, yet not distressed. We're perplexed, but not in despair, persecuted and cast down. So he was perplexed, but just not in despair. There was hope because he repented. He turned. 
He turned, we can see an entire Psalm 51 written that David wrote, creating me a clean heart, renewing me a right spirit. And he was very sorrowful and God restored him. And he just did some great things for the Lord. He messed up again in life. He counted and numbered the people. David was not perfect. He was far from perfect. But what he, what he was was resilient. He was resilient. He was able to withstand and recover quickly from a difficult situation. He was able to recoil and spring back and bounce back into shape after bending or stretching or being compressed. He, he walked through some rough times, but his spirit was strong and his spirit was buoyant and his spirit was flexible. He was very flexible, but I'm going to get to why I'm going to get to why he was flexible in a minute, right? We're going to talk about that. David, was very, very resilient. And we see that Paul was resilient. But then we have a choice if we're going to be resilient or rigid. And there are some people today that you know of, and maybe maybe it's you I'm talking to right now. You know, I've been rigid at times in my life. Have are you in a place where where you're hard? Now, that definition of Bridget was unable to bend or to be forced out of shape, not flexible. And I really want to want to highlight the word not flexible. You're stiff, stiff necked, hard. You're set in your ways. You're not flexible. You're unchangeable. That's what I want to highlight in this word rigid. And there's some people that was like that in the word of God. Right. And I want to bring that out. King Saul. When King Saul realized that he sinned, the same as David, David immediately was like, forgive me, Lord. And he turned to God. He turned to God. And not only, listen, some things that David did, he turned to God, but it said in verse 20 of 2 Samuel chapter 12, it said, then David got up from the ground, washed himself, put on lotion, changed his clothes. He went to the tabernacle and he worshiped the Lord. After he realized, after he was fasting and praying that that his first that this firstborn baby would not die, realized the baby died. Instead of getting angry at God, verse twenty it said, "Then David got up the, off the ground, washed himself, put on lotion, changed his clothes, and he went to the tabernacle. Tabernacle and he worshipped the Lord. He worshipped the Lord." He had a, a whole attitude after his sin. He repented and he got back into a place of worship and God was still able to use him. It wasn't that his life now was over because he was resilient. He was able to bounce back and recover quickly. And now we see here's King Saul. Same scenario. If you look in the same book, 2 Samuel chapter 13, now we're dealing with another king. And as you know, the story, they were getting ready for a battle and, you know, um, um, Samuel, the prophet didn't make it in time. Right. And what does Saul, Saul begins to prepare to sacrifice and he's not supposed to do that. That's for the, 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 that was not his position to do that. That was for Samuel and the priest. And he took a role that he shouldn't have done. And he went ahead and got it all going. And, and now here comes Samuel, the prophet, to speak to him and to tell him what he did, what was wrong. And when this was told to him, listen, 
he didn't, he didn't, um, he didn't have a heart that was broken. He didn't have anything in him that was, that was, that was, that was repentant. That was crying out to God to say no to this. And I, and I just want to, um, read a little bit of this to you. Um, and it's in, um, second Samuel as well. And that is something that we need to understand when we are coming into a place where, where God is dealing with our hearts. We want to make sure that we are tender, that we are pliable, that we are attentive to God's voice and to what God is saying to us. Right. And so now in verse 13, Samuel, he says, you have done a foolish thing. Samuel said, you have not kept the command of the Lord your God that he gave you. And if you had, you would have established the kingdom over Israel for all time. But now your kingdom will not endure. The Lord has sought out a man after his own heart and appointed him ruler over his people because you have not kept the Lord's command. So this is what he told him. Now, and this would have been a great opportunity this would have been a great opportunity for, for Saul to repent. Samuel left and guess what? Verse 16 said, Saul and his son, Jonathan, and the men with them were staying at Gibeah. And listen, and the raiding parties went out from the Philistine camps in three detachments and they went out to war. They went out. There was, there, that was an opportunity to repent. And to turn, David was caught in a sin. The prophet called him out on his sin and he repented. He repented and he shifted and he worshiped God and he got back up and he began to rule. Yes. And then here we have another one, another king who was caught in sin. He outright disobeyed God. And when the prophet confronted him, instead of repenting, he didn't do a thing besides make excuses and guess what went on to war. And we know the future of King Saul. He died in war and it just wasn't a good future for him. And God took the kingdom from him and gave it to someone after his own heart, which was David, King David. And so what am I saying? There has to be something in us that we can make a choice. Do we want to be? resilient or do we want to be rigid do we want to be flexible even through hard times where we can become bitter right hard situations that you're suffering right now you have a choice to become bitter you've been in a hard place maybe you're walking through a divorce maybe you're walking through a broken relationship maybe you lost a job maybe you've been mistreated and you have a choice do you want to become hardened let me tell you some other people that were hardened. The Pharisees, they were very, very hardened. They did not want to shift with the new. They didn't want to hear the message of, of Christ. They didn't want to hear the gospel. In the book of Acts, I talked about Stephen last week's episode and talking about courage. And I was talking about one of the first noted martyrs in the church, Stephen. And, you know, he, he, he stood up for what was right. And he ministered the gospel 
to all of the people that was around, the Jews that were around. But then there were some Pharisees and they heard it and they stoned him. They stoned him to death. But let me tell you in Acts chapter seven, verse 51, he actually, he told them, listen, you, this is from Stephen. He said, you stubborn, you stiff necked people. You are heathen at heart. Listen, you're, you're a heathen at heart and deaf to the truth. You must, you must, must you forever resist the Holy Spirit? Must you forever resist the Holy Spirit, what your ancestors did, and now you're doing the same thing. He called them stiff-necked. He called them stubborn. We don't want to be stiff-necked and stubborn. Sometimes situations can cause us to do that when we experience maybe a death in the family, financial hardship, family issues, hardships. I know for myself, I've walked through um, four deaths, five deaths back to back within a, a couple of years of each other. And it was very difficult for my entire family. I mean, it was hard on every side. It was no way we can, we could um, overlook the sorrow. It was no way we could get past the sorrow. And then we had financial hardship. And then we walk through family issues and family hardships. And each time, I want to tell you, we made a decision. We made a decision. And I want to give you some keys. Number one, make a decision to have daily communion with the Father. Make a decision to have prayer time, to establish that intimacy. You have to fight to do that. And, and because hard times are going to come. Situations are going to come and press against you. And I believe that the only way we can be, have, be resilient is having, number one, that relationship with the Father, having prayer time with Him daily, communing with Him, talking to Him, letting Him talk back to you, listening to His command, and then getting in the Word, meditating in the Word day and night, night and day, that you can understand the ways of the Father. He can give you insight and wisdom and strategy. The Word, oh my God, the Bible tells us the Word that we will hide it in our hearts that we won't sin against Him. And when we have the Word, of God deep within us, when a hard situation come up, we're able to allow the word to come up and fight for us, right? The word of God. Or if I'm not going to have the word of God in my heart, when situations come out, do what I want. The flesh is going to get angry, mad, and offended. And then you find yourself rigid and hard. And we don't want to be rigid. We want to be resilient. And lastly, worship. Worship, worship the Lord, make it a decision that you're going to have a lifestyle of obedience. And out of that love and devotion and obedience, you're able to sing your, your heart song, a heart life song of obedience, spending time and exalting his name, exalting his goodness, declaring who he is every day in your life, blessing his name, honoring him every day in your, in your life, in your choices. It's a lifestyle of worship keys to be resilient. These are keys to being resilient, communion with the father, living in the word and having a lifestyle of worship. I want to read to you this passage. It says in Psalm 92, what a, a, a object that we can look at right now that's very resilient is the palm tree. 
the palm tree. It says in Psalm 92 and 12, the righteous will flourish like the palm tree. He will grow like a cedar in Lebanon. Palm trees are very flexible. They are very resilient. They say a palm tree can bend 40 to 50 degrees without snapping during high winds. My goodness, high winds? How many of you have been experiencing turbulent high winds that have almost been so destructive and tried to knock you out? But because you're like a palm tree, because you are strong, you're like a tree planted by rivers of living water and you will not be moved. Psalm 92 and 12 said the righteous shall flourish like a palm tree. Palm trees are durable. Palm trees are able to bend. They're flexible. They won't snap easily. Okay. They are very, very strong and tough and buoyant. They're adaptable. They're pliable. And I'm telling you today, God is wanting you. He's wanting me to be resilient. He does. He, 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 listen, it's not the father's heart for you to break in the trial where you give up and then you're destroyed. No, that's not the will of the father. That's not your portion. That's not what God asked for you. He said, you may be persecuted, but you're not going to be forsaken, cast down, but not destroyed. Listen, that is not, um, for you to be where it's, it's the end of you. You walk through a hard time. You walk through a divorce. Now you're done. No, 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 no. You may have lost a child, a baby or miscarriage. And you feel like you're done. No, you're not done. You're, you're going to rise up from this place. You are resilient. You are buoyant and you're going to bounce back and you're going to spring back. Why? Because you're like a palm tree and you're going to flourish like this palm tree. You are able to come through this situation. You are strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. Listen, you are able to do exceedingly and abundantly above all that you could ever ask or think according to the power that works in you you have you're you're stronger than you think you're buoyant and you are resilient we are making a choice today to choose to be resilient and not rigid we will not be like the pharisees we will not be like king saul where we choose to be hard and stiff-necked and unrepentant but when you're walking through a situation and you feel like you need help or you feel like you've done something wrong, we cry out to the Father and we say, help us, forgive us. And I'm telling you, these keys will thrust you into your next level. Number one, un a communion with the Father, daily prayer. Number two, meditating in the word day and night. And number three, a lifestyle of worship, exalting God, blessing him every day. My goodness, we have a choice to be resilient or rigid. And today I choose resilience. What do you choose? My goodness. Well, I am excited that you had the opportunity to join me today on this week's episode. Rigid. Do you want to be resilient or rigid? I would love for you to subscribe. I am, you can find a voice in the darkness on YouTube, on Spotify, Apple, iTunes, Google, iHeartRadio, Amazon Audible, 
CastBox on every major platform. I would love for you if you could subscribe. My goodness gracious, that would be a blessing. Subscribe and rate and comment and maybe share it to someone who can be encouraged by this episode on today. So thank you so much for listening to today's podcast. You know, I'm your host, Gwendolyn Forte with a voice in the darkness signing off.